Great movies and food go hand in hand. And with a new Sledbox and DoorDasher partnership, you don't have to worry about either. With the Sledbox app, we serve up the greatest North Pole movie titles to automatically deliver on your appetite. Like The Art of Elf Defense, starring partial art star Jean-Claude Van Damme. And right now, Sledbox is joining forces with DoorDasher. We'll deliver not only cinema's most satisfying titles, but also more than just popcorn for your feature presentation. That's right. For 12 days, order a qualifying title from Sledbox and get a 12% discount on a DoorDasher order from participating restaurants. But hurry, this deal will be gone faster than Santa's sleigh on Christmas Eve. Add it to your list. Sledbox and DoorDasher. Movies and munchies. Perfect for those cold holiday nights. Sledbox and DoorDasher are intended for satire. Any similarities to real companies are intentional, but solely for comedic purposes. The Art of Elf Defense starring Jean-Claude Van Damme is rated E. This program contains talk about criminal activity and may paint a not-so-flattering picture of one of your childhood heroes. It even includes a few cuss words and may not be appropriate for your youngins, so you might want to earmuff them or send them outside to play. Thanks for listening. heard that right, Santa Claus. My name's Richie Buck. I'm a pest control technician, carpenter, sometimes wise man in my church Christmas program, and as unbelievable as it might sound, I'm here to save Christmas. This is an Ear Cult production, brought to you in association with Crawl Space Media. Santa may be a criminal. A 12-part Yuletide investigation. And this is the second day of Christmas. Vehicular man's laughter. That's Sheriff Bradley Dewberry, head lawman of Scriven County in Georgia. Oh, damn it. What are you doing? And despite the title of this episode, there's really nothing funny about what he was confronted with. Damn it. They were reindeer? Yup. And one of them pissed on me. Took a week to get the smell of mistletoe out of my boots. Sheriff is discussing a very unusual stop where he'd come upon a suspicious vehicle on the side of the road. The date? Christmas Eve. The location? Just off County Line Road, which for those of you unfamiliar, is between Root Stem and Possum Hollow. You know, 
I'd never even seen a reindeer in real life before. They ain't pretty creatures, but there they were. <laughs> One at the front. Looked like he had a light attached to his nose. So Rudolph is real. That one from the old cartoon? Stop motion. I ain't moving. Besides, we usually say freeze. Hundreds of years worth of questions finally answered. Santa was real, and so were his magical reindeer, including Rudolph, which I'd always believed was just a character some hippie created. No Santa. No Santa? He wasn't nowhere to be found. I had to call in my best investigator. I sure hate to do it, but I need to wake up Detective Strong. Copy that. The sheriff had to do what he hated on Christmas Eve, wake up one of his investigators. Detective Samantha Strong, best detective in the department. Hell, in the state. I hated to wake her up, but good thing it happened that time of night on that particular night. There wasn't a car for miles. While I was waiting there on Strong to arrive, I realized something. That reindeer with the light? I just call him Headlight. It's Rudolph, but go on. Well, he kept glancing over to something in the ditch. I nudged his nose over that away, and that's when I saw her. Who? We find that out after the break. This podcast is made possible by Go Postal. Who keeps up with postage? I mean, you buy it, never use it, and when you need it, you can't find it. Well, we have the answer for you with Go Postal. Go Postal is a solution for those letters to Santa stacked up on the kitchen counter just waiting for postage. With Go Postal, you never have to worry about lost stamps again. Instead, you can just print and mail right from the comfort of your own home. It's what the North Pole's been using for almost 100 years, and right now with the special offer code SANTA, you can receive enough postage to send a reindeer around the world for free. That's right, free. So what are you waiting for? Christmas is almost here. Don't miss out on the holiday cheer. Just go postal. Advertisement of satire and Go Postal is not a real product. We certainly don't condone anyone going postal unless that's the actual post office to mail a letter to Santa. I'm Detective Samantha Strong. The sheriff had to do what he hated on Christmas Eve. Wake up one of his investigators. But the scene called for it. He said she arrived in Frosty the Snowman jammies. I asked her this, and I thought she was going to knock my head off. no. Sorry about that. Sure hope you took my advice off the top about earmuffing your kids or sending them outside. I don't even own Frosty PJs. I sleep in tech gear. I think Dewberry and Strong have different opinions on what is funny. What about when you ain't on call? I'm Detective Samantha Strong. I'm always on call. As you can tell, Detective Strong is a peach. I mean, she's purdy, but she's rigid. The kind of person that probably sits straight-backed in a beanbag chair is never late for the DMV. She's really about just the facts. What did you find when you arrived on scene? Disabled vehicle, nine reindeer, a victim, deceased. Approximately two and a half liters of blood around her. See? Just the facts. How'd you figure that amount of blood? I've been around a lot of bloody scenes in my career, both as an investigator and when I volunteered at the state farm. 
I learned the State Farm is the nickname around here for animal control. If anybody named Jake works there, I'm going to ask for a sponsorship. And the victim was a she. Yes, Caucasian female, 82 years of age. Anything odd about the body? Not about the body, but what was with it was interesting. What was that? We found a small canvas satchel and a few jars of scuppernog preserves nearby. Over the next few minutes, I learned that the victim was 82-year-old grandmama and local fruit preserves enthusiast Ruthie Barker Guest. I met her granddaughter Rita at the Super Hallmark. She was a kind old soul. She had this Christmas Eve tradition. She'd leave a jar of whatever she'd been working on on the front porch or in the mailbox of every family up and down County Line Road. She did this every year? Every year since 1985. This year, she had a hell of a good run on scuppernongs. They were her favorite. I guess if she had to go, I'm glad it was while she was doing what she loved. I can't imagine the pain you must be in. Can you tell me about her? (laughs) Oh, you know. When she entered a room, she lit it up like a Christmas tree. Everyone that knew her loved her. But I gotta tell you, and she'd be upset if she knew I was saying it, but she could curse better than any sailor I ever knew. Of course, only sailors I know get their boats at Catfish Pro, but... That's the Southern Navy right there. (laughs) Oh, yeah. But man, I tell you, I got some old videos on VHS... That'll make your face redder than Santa's honey. That's pretty red. You think I could get a glance at those? The video's not as honey. <laughs> yes, sir. I'll give you my number. You should be in this cabinet here. Back at the police station, Detective Strong is showing me the photos of the crime scene. She didn't really want to, but Sheriff Dewberry allowed it. I can't remember if I told you before, but he's my first cousin twice removed. That's what you call the friends and family benefits. Oh my gosh. It was a pretty surprising scene to investigate. Oh. Oh, damn. Oh, shit. Ugh. Detective Strong details how she secured the area. We established a perimeter around the decedent. Ruthie Barker guest? No, the Tooth Fairy. Of course, Ruthie Barker guessed. She shakes her head at me. Miss Barker guessed was in the ditch. Now this ditch, it was a a culvert. Used to drain water off of nearby fields and highways. After EMS arrived and attended to Miss Barker guessed, I collected evidence. Took photos. Wait, what? I'm also a licensed CSI. I imagine you know, but CSI is crime scene investigator. I noticed that there were three jars of preserves. One of them had cracked open, and it filled the night with a sweet smell. Sweet smell? Like what? Initially, I thought it was grape, but I later found out it was scuppernogs. I love that stuff. It was apparent she'd been struck at a high rate of speed by the animals unseen and clipped by the sleigh. There was a good amount of blood on the wood. I made sure to swab each animal. I bagged it all, and then called the State Farm to come and get the animals. The EMTs worked on Ruthie Barker guests until it was clear. She'd never can another jar of scuppernongs, figs, or anything else for that matter. In the morning, her grandkids would be given the terrible news. Their grandma got run over by a reindeer. 
Can I get you anything to drink? Water? Hot chocolate? Ovaltine? You don't happen to have any more of that sweet punch, do you? <laughs> I'm sitting in front of a 13-inch black and white Xena television next to Detective Strong. I'm watching her interview the heavyset fella. I'm sort of surprised at how close popular culture has been at getting his wardrobe right. He's wearing a soft red suit with white tassels held together by a big black belt and golden buckle. His hat's been taken off and I can see there's a bald spot at the crown of his head. Looks blistered. Maybe he flew too close to the sun. He also looks tired. Still a little inebriated. But it's definitely Santa all right. Can you walk me through what happened earlier tonight? Can, can you tell me what time it is? It's just after 3 a.m. Do I not get a phone call? Mr. Claus? Santa shakes his head there. Kringle? Another head shake. No. What do you want me to call you? Call me what you used to call me when you sent me letters as a child, Samantha. Detective Strong shows a visible reaction to this request. The quality of the video isn't good enough, but I can almost swear her face goes flush. I glance at her here in the room with me. She's averted her eyes. Why don't you make that call, and then we'll continue. Well, that's nice of you. Thank you. On the screen, I watch Detective Strong lead Santa out of the room. So what did you call him? And the letters? Those were private. It seemed to affect you. I needed some Ovaltine. Excuse me. All of a sudden, Detective Strong gets up leaves. It's weird, but I just scoop my chair up closer and keep watching. Suddenly, there was a visible shake to the image. Like an edit had been made in the tape, Santa appears back on the screen. A couple moments pass, and Detective Strong walks in with two styrofoam cups. She sits down across from him. Mr. Claus. That is not what you used to call me. Stop. You realize a woman is dead, right? Santa looks down. If he were a balloon, all the air would have come out of him. A terrible tragedy. Ho, ho, ho. This isn't funny. You're being held on a vehicular homicide charge. You realize that, don't you? I do. Ho, ho, ho. Ho, ho, ho. Ho, ho, ho. Growing up, it never occurred to me that Santa could say anything but ho, ho, ho. I mean, that's what we're taught. I ain't gonna lie, it was kind of weird hearing him talk like a mostly normal person. Sir... This is not funny. Ruthie Barker Guest was a pillar of this community. Ho, ho, ho. Ho, ho, ho. Ho, But even still, ho, ho, ho kept coming out. It was like a nervous laugh or something. I saw a movie a couple years ago out of the sled box, sponsor shout out, called, I think it was like, The Jokester or something. It was about a guy who couldn't help but laugh sometimes, even in serious situations. And that sucked for him because he was a comedian who wasn't very funny. Santa, you're in deep trouble. I need you to focus and tell me what happened. Ho, ho, ho. Ho, ho, He sure knew how to get under her skin. Ho, ho, ho. And if she didn't come back, I knew I'd have to track her down and talk to her again. Detective Strong, wait up. So what did you call him? And the letters. What? 
Santa from the interrogation. He wanted you to call him a name, a different name. The name that you called him when you were little. It bothered you when he asked you about it. Haven't we spoken enough? What are you anyway, a reporter or something? No, I'm making a podcast. Even better. Why do you have it in for Santa? Get out of my way before I arrest you. There was an edit in the tape, too. I've watched enough interrogation discovery to know a defense attorney is going to make a hell of a stink about that. What else do you want? Santa Claus didn't kill Ruthie Barker Guest. I just know it. Uh, you know it. I just don't believe he could do that. How could he? A lot of people do things you can't believe. For a lot of reasons that don't make f***ing sense. Maybe, but not Santa. The guy's whole purpose is to reward people who are nice. If he did, don't you think he'd admit to it? Why wouldn't he? Because he thought he could get away with it. I know you're busy, but can we please just sit down and talk about this at length sometime? I'll think about it. And you know what? She did. Next time on Santa May Be a Criminal, the town comes together to remember Ruthie Barker Guest. We find out what happened to the reindeer, and I sit down with Dr. Peter Whimsical, a forensic psychologist, to review what we already know about Santa. Plus, I learn how the rest of the children received their presence after Santa was arrested. Was it the magic of Christmas, or just great planning the jolly man never thought he'd have to activate? Santa may be a criminal, was conceived in the backseat of a Christmas red IROC Z in a Walmart parking lot by head elf Jason Ussery, co-executive elves Rebecca Sebastian, Dr. Shiloh Katniss, Michelle Kazuba, Dr. Scott Musgrove, and a few other rogue elves. Stay up to date and ensure your space on the nice list by leaving us a five-star rating wherever your ears are right now. Then go and rate us five stars everywhere else. The show is written by Jason Ussery and hosted by Richie Buck. Editing support by Dick Buck. Sound design by Ricardo Buck. Show art by Richard Buck III. Music and sound effects licensed by paying through the nose to multiple royalty-free music and sound effects providers, not the least of which are Epidemic Sound, Motion Array, and Soundstripe. Additional musical contributions at Slay by Captain Fat Hands. To check out the cast for this episode, as well as their other projects, visit the show notes and check out santamaybe.com. You can also add people to the Naughty or Nice list by emailing the North Pole at workshop at santamaybe.com. Santa May Be a Criminal is an ear cult production presented in association with the Crawl Space Media Network. Hey everyone, thanks for listening. And while we're having a lot of fun with this podcast, we want to take a quick moment to be serious about an important nonprofit organization that benefits or advocates for victims in the true crime community. Here's an announcement from Private Investigations for the Missing. When a person goes missing, their loved ones often find themselves overcome with worry and grief. 
Bruce Maitland started the 501c3 nonprofit organization Private Investigations for the Missing because he knows this feeling all too well. When Bruce's daughter Brianna disappeared in March 2004, he was surrounded by licensed private investigators dedicated to finding her. Now his mission is to provide dedicated private investigators at no cost to other families of the missing, desperate for answers but without the financial means. Private Investigations for the Missing needs your help. To read the mission statement, make a donation, and keep up with our blog, visit us at investigationsforthemissing.org and follow us at PI for the Missing on Twitter and Facebook and Investigations for the Missing on Instagram. Because forever is too long to wait. Thanks, and until next time, be nice.